Part 1, In Perfect Health, I Begin Paul Kalanithi had lived in Arizona since he was 10. He enjoyed exploring the great outdoors and the vast worlds that were introduced to him by his books. Paul's mother, Sue, was determined that her sons would get the best education possible and kept a watchful eye over their education. By the time he graduated from high school as the valedictorian, he was better versed in the works of everyone from Orwell to Sartre than even college students. As a young boy, Paul was of the mind that he would never be a doctor. He wanted to be a writer. Paul was accepted into Stanford University in California, where he focused on getting a degree in literature, but also took classes in neuroscience and biology because he was fascinated by the mind. Throughout his university years, Paul grappled with the ever-looming question about the meaning of life, what it meant to live, and what it meant to die. In his last year of college, he visited a nursing home for people who had suffered traumatic brain injuries. This sparked in him a desire to learn and understand more about the mind and why it sometimes broke. By the time he submitted his final thesis for his degree in English, he had realized that the world of an English professor was not for him. In his heart, he felt the need to answer the call to practice medicine. By the time he started pre-med, Paul was of the mind that in order to understand the purpose of life, a person must actually live life, and only in doing so would they be able to answer the questions of life and death. In medical school, Paul met Lucy, the girl who would one day become his wife. It was also at this time that Paul came face to face with the gravity of death for the first time. He had helped to deliver a healthy, full-term baby, only to find out that at the same time he was presenting the child to the waiting arms of eager parents, two other babies who were born premature had died. In exploring the meaning behind life, Paul began to explore neurosurgery. He says, Every operation on the brain is a manipulation of the substance of ourselves. Almost all of his patients, they themselves on the verge of the cliff called life, facing the valley of death, asked him questions about the meaning of life. As a new resident at Stanford, Paul gloried in the challenges his field brought to his hands until he was once again confronted by mortality when he lost his first patient. It was then that he resolved to treat all of his patients, even in the paperwork that found its way onto his desk, as patients. As the years passed, Paul Kalanithi distinguished himself from his colleagues and became the chief resident neurosurgeon. The budding neurosurgeon and neuroscientist describes himself as being the ambassador of death to patients who were at death's door. Some of the patients who came to him were sent away healed while others were ushered through the door. As a neuroscientist, Paul experienced great success through his work on neuromodulation. As he neared the end of his residency, Paul was greatly sought after by the most renowned universities and hospitals, and he finally felt as if he understood his purpose and place in the world. 